Hey everybody, welcome. How are you? Great to see you. Happy Father's Day to all of our dads that are in the house today. Uh, we as a church salute you. We celebrate you, man. Regardless of whatever current uh, season you find yourself in as a dad, regardless of whatever needs you're currently stepping up to meet, uh, regardless of whatever challenges you're maybe navigating right now as a dad, man, we're, we're thrilled you're here. I know personally for me, probably the greatest challenge I'm currently navigating as a proud dad of two 14 and 16-year-old boys could be summed up really in two words, food shortage. <laughs> Our boys literally are eating us out of the house. How many gallons of milk can you consume in one week? It's been crazy. And so my wife and I recently took matters into our own hands, and we started hiding food in our bedroom from our kids. We did. We've got these little, like, brownie mini muffins and some little things of Cheez-Its, and we keep them right in the nightstand right by our bed. And so sometimes at night, when it's bedtime, our boys will see my wife and I skipping down the hall, holding hands, giddy and excited, kind of feeling romantic. We race into our bedroom and lock the door. They're out there going, what's mom and dad doing in there? That's gross. <laughs> Little do they know, we're just under the covers popping brownies like aspirin. Just so, so good. So good. You get close to 50 and life just gets a little pathetic, you know. <laughs> But welcome and uh, happy Father's Day. We're glad you're here. If you're here for the first time, we're right in the midst of a series, uh, as Matt shared, called What, what is God Like? And the last couple of weeks to try to answer that question, we've been camping out uh, out of all places in the Old Testament. And if we get honest, it's not a place of the Bible people tend to navigate towards or, or run to go read. Because we, we start trying to read it and we get a little confused, a little overwhelmed. We see all these names that rhyme like Jeremiah and Zechariah, Hezekiah and Zephaniah. You're like, is something wrong with me because my name doesn't end in Ayah? This is weird. You flip over a few more pages and you read this. Seth begat Enos, who begat Canaan, who begat Mahalaleel. And you're like, who begat who? I don't know what's going on here. But we're finding out in this series something fascinating, and that's this. That in the Old Testament, every story on every page of it, here's what's happening. It's casting a shadow that's getting us ready for Jesus. These people we've been meeting week in and week out in this series, they're literally shadows of the Christ. We're seeing his story foreshadowed in theirs. And something amazing happens when you get to the end of the Old Testament and you begin to step foot into the New Testament, you begin to see the one, Jesus, to whom all the shadows have been pointing to all along. Last week, if you were here, our lead pastor, Dan Morant, he just did a, an amazing job introducing us to kind of a hall of faith kind of guy by the name of Abraham. Abraham and his wife, Sarah, who would eventually give birth to a son named Isaac. And as we hang out for a few moments on this Father's Day weekend, we're going to spend some time looking at an encounter that took place between Abraham and his son, Isaac. Now, for me, my first exposure to Abraham was actually when I was a very small child, and it took place in a dentist office. <laughs> I was sitting there waiting my turn to go in and have my teeth cleaned, and I saw uh, some books laying out by the table there where I was sitting. I couldn't read yet, but I loved the pictures, and I picked up one of these. I don't know if you remember these or not. Anybody remember these? Yeah, they used to have these in doctor's offices and, and with Highlights Magazine and all that, and they always had that big, ugly uh, statement, display copy, <laughs> you know, because somebody's going to steal that, right? <laughs> and so I remember picking that up and beginning to kind of turn through the pages. 
And I came to this page where it was a picture of a father and son spending time together. And I was like, well, that's nice. I like my dad a lot. So on the other page, there they are kind of walking down by this little stream. I'm like, that's really great. These guys are bonding, you know. And then I turned the next page and I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> and it's a picture of this little boy tied up, lying down on this thing. And his dad is standing over him with a knife in the air. And I'm like, this dad has a serious anger problem. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was bad when my dad would yell at me, Chad, Brandon Cadell, go get me something to hit you with. And I'd bring him back a pillow. And I was like, that was, you know. But as a child, I, I didn't understand this event. I didn't get it. And the reality is most of us as adults, we still don't understand this event. If we just call it for what it is, this encounter between Abraham and his son Isaac is probably one of the most disturbing most incongruent events in all of the Bible. It really is. And so I want to take a moment on the front end and give you some background on Abraham. Because maybe you're here and you're like, I have no idea who Abraham is. I've never opened a Bible. And what I want to say to you is we're glad you're here, man. So let me give you a quick kind of snapshot. And Darren uh, last week kind of gave us a little bit of a picture here. But basically early on in the Bible, God makes a very special promise to Abraham. And the Bible calls that promise a covenant. And a covenant basically was like a promise on steroids. It was a big, big promise. And he promised Abraham that one day he would be the father of many nations. He would have many descendants. His descendants would be countless. And those descendants would one day have a promised land. He gives them all these incredible promises. And he says, Abraham, it's going to come through the blessing of a son. Abraham's struggling to follow what God's doing because he's like, uh, one problem, God, we don't have a son. Sarah and I have never had a son together. I'm super grateful, but uh, we don't have a son. <laughs> and so if you fast forward a little bit in the book of Genesis, you'll find that Abraham and Sarah are now pregnant with their son who will be called Isaac. Darren shared with us last week, interestingly enough, that the name Isaac literally means laughter. And it's fascinating because when Abraham and Sarah found out they were expecting, they laughed hysterically. And they should have. <laughs> Abraham was 100 years old Sarah was 90. You should laugh at that too. They're going to have a baby? It seems gross and maybe a little weird when you really think about it because they're in the season of life where they should be hanging out with friends, shopping at Costco for Depends, not Pampers. You know? <laughs> Yet they have a child. 